3: Sports Byline, USA Broadcasting Network, twitch.tv slash F4W video, The Mightier 1090, covering all of SoCal and many more. Got a lot to get into here on the program today, not the least of which is everything we've been telling you about AW and NXT. It's all changing a little bit. So, last night, obviously, NXT was unopposed. And. For an unopposed show, I expected them to do way more than they did. I will say that the star, the star of NXT Wednesday night was, of all people, Pat McAfee. Sky was unbelievable on this show. Made me interested in Pat McAfee versus Adam Cole coming up at TakeOver. Just the greatest promo. We could talk about that today, but other than that... I mean, it was it was a show. I figured unopposed or uh, load this thing up and get some momentum, and didn't happen. So we're going to talk about the AEW show that's coming up on Saturday, which also is unopposed, but it is Saturday night. Actually, it is not unopposed. We're going up against TakeOver. But a couple of notes, AEW is going to be opening up Daily's Place for fans. Boy, can I not wait to talk about this one here. And also, NXT, which we thought was going to be on Wednesdays consistently, they've actually got a week that they are moving to Tuesdays because of NHL, which means that AEW will have an unopposed Wednesday night that we didn't think that they were going to have. So it's a very, very interesting period. And that's just AEW NXT. This weekend, there's a million things we can talk about. There's the TakeOver show. There's a UFC show that, quite frankly, I'm not going to talk about because it's a very low-level show compared to everything else. There's a debut of the Thunderdome. There's AEW show. There's SummerSlam. we got a lot to get into, and we're going to kick it off after the break. Wrestling Observer Live.
4: Goes on,
3: And Staples has everything you need to start the year right.
4: From notebooks to sanitizer, laptops to masks.
5: And all at amazing prices. This week, select one-subject notebooks
3: and Staples two-pocket paper folders are just 10 cents each.
4: Select notebooks and folders for a dime. That really is amazing. Plus, you can shop in-store or pick up curbside. School on, save on. At Staples. nz 822. In-store only. Limit six. While supplies last. Curbside available in most stores.
5: The great thing about facts, they're proven. Like the fact that crude oil contains impurities. Or that base oil made from natural gas is 99.5% free of impurities. And the fact that Pennzoil is the first synthetic motor oil made from natural gas, not crude oil. It gives you unbeatable engine protection. The proof is in the Pennzoil. Based on Sequence 4A wear test using SAE 5W30. Ask for it at Jiffy Lube.
0: Tired of the same old hat? Coveragegear.com is the top destination to find the hats and gear you need to represent your favorite pro teams and players. Head to coveragegear.com with the promo code radio and grab a cap with the iconic jersey number of the all-time greats and current stars from the NBA, NFL, MLB, and more. These classic hats come in the font and style of the Superstars team. So with a number 30 from Golden State, number 2 from the Yankees, number 23 from the Bulls, or a number 12 from the Packers, CoverageGear.com will help you honor the legends of yesterday and today. Check out our collection of dad hats, trucker caps, beanies, stickers, and more. Use promo code RADIO and get 20% off. That's promo code RADIO at CoverageGear.com. CoverageGear.com, we've got you covered.
2: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports
3: Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Wrestling Observer Live, uh, Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Oh, am I excited for today? I'm sure for the next God only knows how long. i going to have people outraged, outraged at me. But here we go. AW is looking to take another step towards pandemic normalcy, announcing Thursday they will begin selling tickets to their live shows starting with next Thursday's Dynamite. Dynamite will continue to be held at Daly's Place at 10 to 15% capacity. Venues capacity listed at 5,500, putting that number, the number of tickets that will be sold, at an estimated 550 to 825. August 27th kickoff to this new plan will be limited to 10% capacity, will go on sale Friday, Ticketmaster, awtix.com. If things go as planned, they will expand to 15% for future shows. It is assumed that with this move, Dynamite will be returning to weekly live programming instead of a live-taped alternating schedule. To be in compliance with federal and state guidelines, tickets will be physically distanced and sold in seating pods that will be available in groups of two, three, four, and 6 around the venue. Fans will be required to wear face coverings that cover the nose and mouth and must distance from those not in their pod. Temperatures will be scanned. Fans who are showing any COVID-19 symptoms or have had close contact with someone uh, that is... Temperatures will be scanned and fans who are showing any COVID symptoms or have had close contact with someone that has are asked to not attend. I didn't write this article. It was actually a good sentence. I just read it poorly. Tickets will be mobile only, and only any merchandise, food, and drink will be done without cash. The company has been giving away tickets to an estimated 100 to 150 fans through area partners in recent weeks. But this will be the first time that they have sold tickets to fans since the pandemic hit in March. So here we go, everybody. Am I appalled at this? No. Now, I have been consistent since day one about all of this, all right? Would I, if I were Tony Khan, would I sell 15% of the capacity and tickets to fans now? No, I would not. I wouldn't, okay? But if you are going to do this, and people are going to do this, then you must do your best to do it in a safe manner. And what they're doing is they're selling at a low capacity they're spreading everybody who buys tickets in a pod out. You're not going to be near anybody else. You're going to be spread all over this building. And I have been consistent with this from day 1. It is an open air outside arena. So yes, I'll get it out of the way right now. If WWE sees this and they decide, "Oh my god, we got to let we got to let 15% capacity into full sale for these NXT tickets, I'm not going to be happy with that. Why? Because Full sale is a closed arena. It's not an open-air arena. So yeah, I would be mad about that. If you want to be outraged about AW allowing 15% in, that is absolutely positively within your right. You must also be outraged about New Japan doing the exact same thing, and they're doing it also in closed-air arenas. So if you're going to do this, you have to do your best. And quite frankly, quite frankly, if they let somebody in to that building and that person ends up having COVID and they're spread throughout that open air arena, the chances of any of the wrestlers or any of the announcers contracting COVID is approximately zero. Quite frankly, I'm less concerned about them letting 10 to 15 percent of fans into an open air building spread out than I am all of those wrestlers surrounding ringside that are right next to each other and sometimes they do and sometimes they don't wear masks and those wrestlers are a lot closer to the announcers than any of these fans are going to be so again would I do it would I do it no I would not do that in Florida right now But if you are going to do 10 to 15% capacity, then they are doing it in the safest way possible, which is scanning everybody, requiring them to wear masks, you must stay in your pod with people that you're probably living with, and you're separated from every other pod throughout a 5,500-seat open-air building. That's it. I I now await doom. But
7: go ahead, Mike. I You probably will get some responses to this on your Twitter machine and, and maybe even in the chat here. But we'll we'll see what happens. Um, not getting as much attention this weekend. Game Changer Wrestling and Black Label Pro are running together again. They have been doing this on the regular uh, outside. Hey, Mike,
3: we'll talk about this tomorrow because Paul Crockett is on the show tomorrow as a guest to talk about these shows this weekend. Well, that's in, you know, they, they've been doing outdoor
7: shows in Atlantic City and in a park in Indianapolis now for quite some time. And there have been several indie shows running. I've seen good examples of this experiment with limited capacity and people spread out and sanitation being uh, demanded and masks demanded to be worn. I've seen good examples of it and I've seen bad examples of it. And, you know, this is the <laughs> promotions are going to try to run and they're going to go where they can run. Uh, Black Label is back as as, is being tied into these weekends running shows and people are going to have to try to do what they can but the only thing you can do is try to do your best as you said to be as careful as possible and it's not just setting it up and selling tickets it's about being vigilant as the show is going on because as I've mentioned I've seen IWA Mid-South I've seen a couple of indie shows that have come from New Jersey that are on IWTV and on Fight TV that have not done a very good job of this. Once the show has started, people have streamed out and we're right next to each other and on top of each other, and it's like, you know, you throw your hands up and you go, well, what was the point of trying to do anything then? If you're not even going to attempt to police this and you're the ones putting the show on and you're the one responsible for it, then, you know, what's the point, you know? So they have to be vigilant about it. It seemed like AEW was being vigilant about it from the reports that we heard about up in the crowd when they had people in WWE, you know, the other thing, too, You know the performance center being so much smaller than some of these other places as well, too. I mean, that's the other part with the capacity and the recycled air and all that other stuff. But again, if they're going to let people in, great. Just you have to be vigilant about it. And there's nothing I can really do about it. I'm not going to get upset about it. I can't fight about it. They are finding ways to run. They are finding ways to do what they need to do. So there's nothing I can really say about it. It's business going forward. The only thing I can point to is if you're going to let people into that environment, you better take care of them, and you better make sure that they take care of themselves and
3: each other. And we'll see how they do with that. Got people in the chat outraged, as I figured. Are people going to do what they're supposed to? Well, listen. Exactly. Somebody. We, police we have somebody. We have somebody in the chat. I believe right now she's often in the chat. But she was one of the 150 people that was allowed into the building last week. And go ahead and ask her if everybody did what they were supposed to. The answer is yes, they all did what they were supposed to. They stayed in their pods, and they stayed away from each other. So we already have – it's not like this hasn't happened before. It hasn't happened with 500 people, but it's happened with 150 to 180 people, and people did what they were asked to do. All of a sudden, people outraged. Florida is not Japan. Florida is not Japan. You're right. Florida isn't Japan. You're absolutely right that Florida is way worse than Japan right now. But if you think that there are zero problems in Japan, you're wrong, number one. And number two, as I noted, there is a huge difference here, and that is an open-air building versus an indoor building with circulating air, which is what they're doing in Japan. One person, one person in a closed-air building with circulating air could, in fact, one, could spread COVID. Okay, In an open air building without circulating air, you could have three people in that building and not one of the wrestlers or anybody is going to be affected by anybody there. They'll affect the people in their pod, but if they're all distanced from each other, there's very little chance of that happening. So there is a big difference. Obviously, Florida is different from Japan, but it's also open air versus a closed building with circulating air. There's no perfect way to do this, everybody. There's no perfect way to do this. You know who's doing the best job of anybody? is UFC with their bubble and everything. Go back and see how many people are getting pulled off cards on every show versus COVID. Or because of COVID. There's no way to do this safely. But if you're going to do it, you have to do your best. Back in a moment, Observer Live.
6: 800 439 7851, 800 439 7851, 800 439 7851, 800 439 7851.
2: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
3: Back in the show, Brian Elvira is here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Oh, hey, I'll keep going here. You had a good mood? I work? got this guy on the chat here. Huh. Oh, All yeah. oh, this from Brian, and meanwhile, he doesn't want Granny to go to the gas station. Yeah, bro, Granny's 90 years old, for crying out loud. No, I don't want her going to the gas station, touching that pump. Dude, you have been to the gas station? They got nothing there. They don't have anything to wash your hands. They don't have anything to clean the pump. No, I don't want her going to the gas station. Just like... I said, if it's me, I'm not running the show with 10 to 15% capacity. But if you're going to do it, this is the safest way to do it. Outside, small separated pods, all wearing masks in a large building. If you're going to do it, that's the safest way to do it. If you're out there, at every Sunday you head to Walmart and you put your mask on and you go in there with your shopping cart and you spend 45 minutes getting your groceries, you're taking a bigger risk doing that than you are attending an outdoor AEW socially distanced show in a 5,500-seat 5, building in a small pod socially distanced from everybody else. That's just a fact. Can you tell Granny to pick me up some black and white? I went and got gas videos? for Granny. 11 o'clock p.m. I went and did that.
7: Well, you should be. She's 90 years old. Who the hell sends her grandmother out to pump her yes, own gas? Yes, just
3: like it. If it's my show, I'm not running it. But if you're going to run it, if you're going to run it, this is the safest way to do it. And yes, if they decide that they're going to put 20% capacity in full sale in a closed building with air conditioning, yeah, I'm going to be mad about it. Angry. No, Actually, I'll be you mad. Are being, you are being driven mad about this, aren't you? You I'm, really I'm are. Being, being mad by people that are like, they're so determined to be angry about something. They're so determined to be outraged. They don't even look at common sense. It's like, it's got to be outraged. I got to be mad about this. You know. If you want to say nobody should be selling tickets to any fans, I ain't going to argue with you. If you're going to say that AEW shouldn't do it and WWE shouldn't do it and UFC shouldn't do it and New Japan shouldn't do it and no one should do it, fine. I agree with you. But if it's going to happen, there's a safe way and there's a not safe way. And this is the safest way that can be done right now. It would not be too controversial
7: a take to really say that maybe some people just uh, should look in the mirror if they're being this freaked out and upset over a business that was rooted in in carnivals with actual uh, pencil neck geeks. Biting the heads off of chickens, it's something that came from this environment, something that comes from a, a group of people that always speech uh, speak about brotherhood and sisterhood, yet would probably slice uh, a throat uh, literally to get ahead in, in this business over all of these years. I think sometimes the outrage over things like the boxing business and the wrestling business where it's like there tend to be sometimes bad people in it and dumb people in it and craziness and all this sort of stuff. I, I think even though there's rational thought that people would should not be running and doing anything right now, the, the, the shock and the outrage uh, sometimes is a little too much for me going in the other direction where it's like, what do you expect? And frankly, at this point in history, when it comes to professional wrestling and sports entertainment, this is as careful and as safe as they have ever been to do anything. And so, and and great groups have shown great restraint, whether it be Ring of Honor and New Japan. Everybody has had they they were forced to show great restraint. But the fact that these groups are running or trying to find a way to make money or trying to find a way to up their visibility, I mean. It just seems like evolution and the nature of the business. It is a unsinkable business that is going to survive the nuclear holocaust and, and roaches and everything else. I mean, it's pro wrestling. It will always be here. It may not be in the form that you want it to be. It may come in a different form, but it's always going to be here. So the fact that, like these groups are running and there are people that are trying to take advantage of the situation and everything, either for good or for bad. I mean, I think sometimes that there's a new uh, line of wrestling fan that needs to stop for a second and look at the history of what they're watching and what they're supporting and not be as surprised about some of this stuff as they seem to be or act like they are.
3: According to USA Network's upcoming schedule, NXT moving nights for a week due to the NHL playoffs. Episode previously scheduled for Wednesday, September 2nd, will err on Tuesday, September 1st, 8 Eastern, as a playoff game is scheduled in their usual sp- uh, slot. The playoffs set to conclude no later than October 4th. It is unknown if this would affect future weeks of NXT, as USA's schedule is only available through September 2nd. Neither USA nor WWE have officially announced a schedule change. I'm sure they'll announce it on social media, like some of the matches for this takeover oh. card, which they didn't announce on TV last night. On the AEW front, Wednesday, September 2nd, will be uh, a slight schedule change. Slight? That night's episode of Dynamite, originally supposed to be followed by a one-hour countdown to All Out. However, the show will now be 30 minutes. We'll air on All Out Saturday. Well, anyway. Huh? I don't know. (laughs) The point of this is that Saturday, the the September 2nd show Wednesday is unopposed for AEW. So they're going to have an unopposed night in there, just like NXT had an unopposed night here. And, hey, we're going to see what they do. Last night's show, which did not air, is airing on Saturday, and we have Cody versus Brody Lee for the TNT title. We have the Nightmare Sisters versus Evilice and Diamante, finals of the Women's Tag Team Cup. Elite versus the Dark Order, FTR versus Private Party, Lucha Brothers Butcher and Blade versus Jurassic Express, uh, and Dustin Rhodes and QT Marshall. Darby Allen in action, and Orange Cassidy is going to do an in-ring interview. So we'll see what happens there. I hope they do my idea. What's your idea? I got a new jacket for you, buddy. He gives Jericho a new jacket, thanking him for for allowing him to have a rematch. when He he did nothing to deserve it. He got beaten clean. Mm. Jericho gave him. So listen, I, I won the match. $7,000 bounty. But hey, here's, here's a new jacket. Just as a thank you for even giving me that opportunity. Gives him the jacket. Orange juice falls from the ceiling again. Drenches his new jacket. Jericho pitches a fit, he's even more furious, and away you go.
7: You know what I think he should do first is before he actually does that and drops the orange juice on him, he should... Kick Jericho right in the ding-ding for screwing up that finish of that match there, that mousetrap that he tried to roll him up with, and then actually hit that move, leave him laying there, then take the jacket as if it was Bill Watts and the Russian flag, and you lay the jacket over him, and then as Orange starts to walk away, then he turns around, looks up, and then it all falls on top of him. At least let him get his finisher across first.
3: So the TakeOver show on Saturday, we have got... It's classic. So they had their go home show, unopposed go home show, on Wednesday night, and they didn't even announce Finn Balor and Timothy Thatcher. They announced that today on social media. Idiots! Idiots! So yeah, think
7: that would be a match that you would want to push? I can't that you would imagine. Want to promote?
3: I can't imagine people would be interested in Finn Balor versus Timothy Thatcher. No, for the love of, of God. Not. Let's Jesus. announce that on social media, not on national television. Un-post. And I
7: thought they were going to do that with Swerve and Phantasma. I, I thought that was going to be They might still do that.
3: that. It's just unreal. Unreal. We got Bree Zango versus Oni Lorcan and Danny Burch versus Joaquin Wilde, Raul Mendoza. That's the pre-show match. Do not call it a dark match. They will yell at you. It's a pre-show match. <laughs> but don't call it a pre-show match to Vince, because he'll yell at you. You got to call it a kickoff match. Kick-off. But quite frankly, they're all exactly the same. This is not on the main show. We have Keith Lee versus Karrion Cross, singles match for the NXT title. Adam Cole, Pat McAfee, Io Shirai versus Dakota Kai for the NXT women's title. And we have Bronson Reed, Damian Priest, Cameron Grimes, Johnny Gargano, and yes, <laughs> the Velveteen Dream is in a ladder match for the vacant NXT North American title. Don't ask your, me about Velveteen, I have no idea. Carolina twang there with Cameron Grimes? Cameron Grimes! He's going to the moon! He's and the then best. Pat McAfee steals his catchphrase. You punt him to the moon. Can you what believe you think about that? old Pat yesterday? You, you're very happy about. Oh, this. dude, Pat was the greatest. Listen, have you have I, you heard this dude do a show before? Well, a radio dude, show,
7: podcast, anything.
3: This guy, I mean, obviously he's a great talker. Obviously he's been practicing wrestling for a long time. But you know what? There's a lot of people so who right. are great talkers, and they ain't great talkers on WWE television. I mean, eighty percent of them, eighty percent of the people in WWE who can't cut a good promo. If you left them to their own devices, they probably could cut a great promo. This dude was unbelievable. And my biggest problem with the whole Pat McAfee, Adam Cole thing was too much of an assumption that we all followed all of this on social media and YouTube and everything like that. It's I mean, true. they just, out of nowhere on national television, they're talking about this feud. And if you don't if you don't follow that stuff, which, when you got 700,000 viewers, I mean... You know, the last Pat McAfee show on YouTube had 150,000 viewers, okay? That includes autoplays. So the actual number of people that actually watched the whole show is lower than that. And they act like everyone's seen it. It's like that Big E tweet that had 38 comments, and they're talking about it on SmackDown without even showing us the tweet, like everybody knew about it. So that was my problem with it. But purely their performances, Adam Cole has been great. Pat McAfee has been outrageous. I mean, talk about, you know, I could use a bunch of baseball analogies. He played football. I realize that. That's why it'd be ridiculous to use a baseball analogy. But he hit it out wow. of the park. He, he punted it through a, the uprights. He, Whatever. It
7: a, a perfect corner kick, uh, a perfect coffin Whatever, dude. onto the one-yard line for Pat McAfee. He was, was unbelievable. He was so great. So
3: <laughs> we'll see what happens at the pay-per-view.
7: You had A.J. Hawk with him. A.J. Hawk, who's a talker and an MMA enthusiast and all that sort of stuff. Maybe he sticks around. You get to hear him talk as well, too. But, uh, yeah, look, I mean, I think the biggest thing is, like you mentioned, they did not do a very good job uh, keeping people abreast of the situation between these two guys. And the other thing is also obviously Cole size in relation to Pat McAfee. But, hey, look. Some of our greatest people, like Ron Simmons, you know, came from the, the sport of pro football. So having these guys in the mix, not the worst thing in the world. I'll I got a moment,
3: thought. Observer Live.
0: Same old hat? CoverageGear.com is the top destination to find the hats and gear you need to represent your favorite pro teams and players. Head to CoverageGear.com with the promo code RADIO and grab a cap with the iconic jersey number of the all time greats and current stars from the NBA, NFL, MLB, and more. These classic hats come in the font and style of the Superstars team. So with a number 30 from Golden State, number 2 from the Yankees, number 23 from the Bulls, or a number 12 from the Packers, CoverageGear.com will help you honor the legends of yesterday and today. Check out our collection of dad hats, trucker caps, beanies, stickers, and more. Use promo code RADIO and get 20% off. That's promo code RADIO at CoverageGear.com. CoverageGear.com, we've got you covered.
1: For by Airtime Media. And now, today's real ketones good health tip.
5: Beginning your low carb lifestyle, just start simple. Number one, pick protein chicken, beef, pork, turkey, seafood, and eggs. Number two, pick low carb veggies, cauliflower, broccoli, zucchini, cucumbers, etc. Number three, add good fats butter, cheese, bacon, avocado, and nuts. It's that simple. And now a word from Real Ketone's Keto Energy Shots. If you knew there was an energy shot that also helped you lose weight, would you try it? Real Ketone's Keto Energy Shots give you sustained energy without the sugar jitters or crash. That's why Keto Energy Shots constantly get five-star reviews. The secret is our patented all-natural ingredient DBHB. This powerful ingredient revs up your metabolism and turns your body into a fat-burning machine in only minutes. Feel energized while shredding unwanted pounds. Pull into a CVS Now and look for Keto Energy Shots in the Weight Loss Aisle or go to
2: RealKetones.com. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
3: Okay, the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. I'm Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Welcome to the show, everybody. We're taking phone calls here. If you want to give us a call, I'm going to give you the number right now. 844-913-2727. That is 844-913-2727. You can still text me, 425-780-7566. All of these numbers are always on the front page of WrestlingObserver.com. If you love this show, WrestlingObserver.com is a place to go. 15 to 20 brand new podcasts every week. Excuse me. 15 to 20, did you say, Brian? Yes, 15 to 20 new podcasts every week. All anywhere from 40 minutes, this show without commercials, to 90 minutes, your usual Observer Radio, everything in between two to three shows every single day for subscribers at WrestlingObserver.com. So if you love this show, what are you waiting for? Sign up at WrestlingObserver.com. You'll never run out of audio. Even if you don't love this show,
7: sign up. You heard all of these different shows. They're not all the same. There is a an incredible mix of personalities He's talking about an incredible mix of different things. And uh, filthy Tom Lawler, who apparently will show up at your house when you're not expecting it and start doing kettlebells and, and that Iron chic thing that what he would do with the clubs and whatnot. Have you seen this dude's Twitter? I swear to God, I think he showed up at somebody's wedding, cleared the room out, and started
3: lifting up kettlebells. I think you need to check on your man. Person wants to know any update on Johnny Gargano and his neck. Assume he is definitely on TakeOver. (laughs) It's it's, it's not broken. Listen, I mean, the story I heard was that everybody there freaked out and expected the worst. And it turned out that his neck was sore, but there was no damage. And so he's on TakeOver. That's the story. Luckiest dude on the planet. I thought that guy was dead but apparently it was just a bad landing and he was apparently he was hurt the next day he was all banged up but now he's good to go so
7: there you go can you imagine being candace standing there at ringside i mean johnny gargano is already held together with like duct tape and glue as it is it's such a young man but that's just the nature of the beast and you know, to have to see, to have to see that power slam. And as Dave mentioned, the, the home you know, with you guys last night on Wrestling Observer Radio, available only for subscribers, um, the, the fact that he was out, I mean, they, they stopped that match for a significant period of time, so the people at home really didn't get it. And, and in fact, they actually got... I mean, they made it, television-wise, they made it look like everything was very streamlined. You know, they played with it into the match and everything, but I can't imagine in real time what it must have been like because I guess it was, you know, more than a few minutes, and those few minutes must have felt like hours uh, for, for everybody involved there considering Gargano's condition already.
3: Well, Anthony, you are on the air, my friend. What's going on?
6: Brian, Mike, what's going
3: on? How are you guys? What's up, man? Great. I'm always so you are you are and I appreciate that so here's the thing I've been wondering
5: with NXT being unopposed on Wednesday and AEW being
6: unopposed on Saturday how much of a war do you think in the comments you're going to get on your Twitter when both individual ratings unopposed are going to be endlessly compared uh the following Sunday when AEW's rating comes out
3: well I mean I I, have mentioned this before I don't read the comments, so I don't care. <laughs> I know that's the Which, lamest answer, but like, it is. <laughs> I swear to God I don't read them. I swear on a stack of Bibles. I know people don't believe this, but I, I do not read them. I can't remember the last time I read a comment in that in, in my tweet about what the numbers were. Do you have them automatically turned off in your settings? No, I just don't read them. It's not that hard. I know people think it's hard what? to not read your social media, but listen to me. It's not hard, everyone. Just don't. Look Look at Mr. Discipline here. Yeah. Never wants to hear any comments about I yourself. used to, but now it's like, dude, I got better things to do with my life. People stop saying nice things about I got you. kids. Look at you, Heath Slater. Dude, I don't even read the good ones. I'm sure there are good ones out there. I don't read anything. I can't selectively read them, but only read the good ones. It's I all or nothing.
7: I read the good ones. Actually, I read all that. I'm really petty like that.
3: All right. I'll admit it. John, you're on the air. What's going on? <laughs> Yeah, I've seen some of your responses, what's Mike. The- Jesus, God <laughs> Almighty. Come on, dude. Go ahead, John. What's, go- what's going on? What's going I've read comments Brian about John, too. I can't on. believe he still calls. Go ahead, John.
8: How you doing today, Brian? And how you doing Great. Today? I'm great every, I'm every smartest. day. And how you doing today? One of the smartest man's in the bigger four empire, Mr. Sempervili. How you doing today? I- I'm getting along. Dude, John, what? if
3: you were that smart, he wouldn't be reading comments. But what? go ahead. <laughs>
8: Well, well, Brian. He he he's, If he wasn't that smart, he would not be supporting your show. But he has to. But I digress. So my my thing is this: um, it's about the AEW the AEW selling giving uh, selling tickets. Selling tickets. How long yes. is this going to last? Yeah. How long is this? My question is: How long is this? Did they say how long this is going to last? And are they going to do? I know they can't do all out right away with quick like that are they gonna try to in the foreseeable future try to do pay-per-view shows uh
2: pay-per-view well shows, john hold on like a second that, hold is- on
3: buddy the the first show with fans is at the end of august and all out is at the beginning of september so if they have time to put tickets on sale friday for the end of august i'm pretty sure they have time to put tickets on sale for all out i would presume there's going to be fans at all i don't know that but it seems like starting at the end of august they're going to do 10% capacity if it goes all right they're going to do 15 and no there is no there is no end date because nobody knows anything about anything everybody is is going I, one day at a time
8: and i do have one more question and this is opinion for both of you i just want to know your opinion is how long do you think before before wwe uh we try something attempt to do something like oh this. lord and i'm in that is just, that, that that's a real serious question i really want to know and how long before you think if wwe does that do you think they're gonna how can i say well it? i'll answer
3: the question for you john i want to thank you very much for the call we got the gist of the question buddy so wwe is moving to the thunderdome amway center this friday tomorrow everybody we're gonna get to turn on SmackDown live. This is the best part. It's live, okay? <laughs> We're not doing the first Thunderdome <laughs> taped in case there's any problems. Thunderdome is gonna be live, okay? I can't miss it. I can't wait. <laughs>
7: the building dome of in, a
3: way, in Orlando. I may have to find a way. I may have to find a way to watch it live. But, but, <laughs> allegedly, and hey, things change. But allegedly. The WWE deal with the Amway Center is they're going to be there through at least the end of October. They're the only ones in there. That's that's one of the things about Thunderdome. They don't have to put the set up and down. They're putting the set up one time and it's there nonstop till the end of October. Four hundred fifty thousand dollars are paying for this. A, a steal. Like, dude, I need to work a deal where I negotiate for the Amway Center and get a cut, cause man. But anyway, so part of the deal is allegedly no fans. So they made this deal, and then AEW announced, well, we're going to do 10% capacity. You know that Vince just had a complete conniption fit. Because if you don't remember everybody, Vince's goal was to run SummerSlam in an arena with fans. That was his goal months ago. Vince wanted to be the first to run shows with fans. New Japan ended up going first, but hey, there's always... "Ah, that's Japan. You want to be first in America to run with fans. Now, AEW has announced that they're doing 10% capacity right after WWE signed a deal where they're not allowed to have fans in until October. But NXT is not running at the Amway Center. So I'd bet you any amount of money Mm -hmm. that they are going to do everything in their power to get 10% capacity in full sale as soon as humanly possible. And as I noted earlier, no, I don't like the idea of doing this in a closed building. But they're going to do it. I don't know when, but I, I bet that they're doing everything in their power today to figure out how to do this.
7: Brother, I'm not going to cry too much for WWE. Did they not uh, sell a bunch of two-minute Zoom videos for 125 bucks yesterday? So, uh... You know, I I don't I know they're not getting people inside the building at least until October at least for Raw or for SmackDown, but I don't think they have to worry about that all that much. And considering what they plan to do and how they plan to make it look, at least you know according to what the pictures and the little sneak previews have looked like, I mean this is going to be along the lines that, uh, that all the other sports are doing. It's just going to be have that WWE excess and that their spin put onto it. So. I'm excited to see it. I think it's going to be a really good concept. Now, does it help the matches in the ring? Does it make the stories coherent? Does it make their stars bigger? No, but it will make the aesthetics better, and I'm a big fan of aesthetics. I mean... Look, pro wrestling needs fans. It doesn't necessarily have to have them. It's like fights. You know, I can watch a fight at any time, but it makes it a lot more fun when there's other people and there's other noises there happening. It's just, that's how I've been trained since I was a little kid. That's how we've all been trained because there's always been fans there. So WWE trying this idea, I think is great. You know, whether they start getting fans in there in October or not, that's a completely different story and they'll cross that bridge when they come to it, but I think you know, it definitely I have a feeling it's going to happen at the Performance Center just because NXT is not a part of this and whether that's fortuitous timing or not or what whatever the deal was going to be with NXT to not have it at the Amway and to have it, you know, they've opened themselves up an opportunity to sell merchandise and to sell tickets.
3: Before we go to the next call, this person says, who was at fault for that power slam? Well, I mean, if you... A cursory glance, you would say, well, I mean, it had to. It couldn't possibly be Johnny Gargano. He's been doing this forever. But, I mean, mm-hmm. listen, all I know is when I watched it, I see botches all the time, okay? And as a former wrestler, like 99% of the time, I can figure out what went wrong, okay? In this situation, I have no idea. Gargano took it the way he was supposed to. It looked like Ridge rotated like he was supposed to, but the guy landed on his head. I mean, I guess I would say it had to be Ridge's fault because, you know, he his Johnny's life was in Ridge's hands. So I so. guess I would have to say that. But upon looking at it, I mean, there was nothing that leaped out like one guy screwed something up big time other than the fact that Ridge dropped him on his head. But I don't know if that makes sense. But that was what I, like, when I watched it, there wasn't anything immediately apparent. It was like, how did this happen? How did this happen? Just it just
7: didn't get over. Just it didn't rotate enough. We see Ron Simmons, Rick Steiner, guys who have done that move. Buzz Sawyer, you know, those types of guys. He just, there was not that snap coming over for whatever reason. And, you know, could Johnny even a little too heavy? Whatever it was, it doesn't matter. What matters is he's
3: okay. That's the bottom line. Let's go to the phones. You're on the air. What is going on?
8: Hey, how's it going? Is this the homie god?
3: Yes, it is the homie god, like the demo god. Go ahead.
8: Hey, a couple of questions. First one is, it's kind of old, but I was wondering with Ibushi getting some heat in WWE over high-fiving Vince or something like that, was that with Vince directly or people that worked for him? And the second question is, didn't Vern Gagne do something like a Thunderdome years ago?
3: Yes, there was a Thunderdome. And I remember virtually nothing about it, but it's not going to be this Thunderdome, my friend. This Thunderdome will be like nothing that you have ever seen. Vern Gagne did the Thunderdome? Wasn't there a Thunderdome? WCW did a Thunderdome. Was WCW did the th- I don't even remember the Thunderdome. It wasn't like the the multi-story. No, it was a triple, t- triple tower of doom. Let's see what Thunderdome was. Halloween Havoc 89. Yeah, that was oh, be- my God. That was before my time.
7: That's when the fire went. The great Muda, the, the cage was electrified. Bruno San Martino was the ref. They actually had a legit fire that they couldn't put out on the cage. Muda went up there and blew it out with his mist, the most baby-faced thing you've ever seen. Back
3: in a moment, Observer Live.
2: My wallet, in, selling, El hey. Pedals, my wallet in
4: El Segundo. My wallet in El Segundo. I gotta Describe get it. I, I got, got to get it. I left my wallet oh. in El Segundo. Left my wallet, wallet in wallet El, El Segundo. Left plus broad-spectrum, equal healthy, fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration.
2: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
3: Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. At any moment, everybody, the long-awaited AW and NXT ratings from last night. They'll be up on my Twitter, at Brian Alvarez. Make sure you head up there and, and check those out. And we got a lot of stuff coming up this weekend, if you missed any portion of this show. Tomorrow is Thunderdome on SmackDown Live. The live, the live debut of, of Thunderdome. I cannot wait for tomorrow night's show. At least like the first five minutes. The rest of the show, God only knows. <laughs> then, Saturday, we have AEW on TNT going head-to-head for probably an hour and a half now with the NXT TakeOver show. And there's a UFC show as well with like three names on the entire card. And then Sunday is SummerSlam. And when SummerSlam is over, myself and Vinny, only for our Twitch homies. Twitch sub- you have to be a subscriber to our Twitch channel. Twitch.tv slash f 4 w video. We will be doing a live video post show live after the SummerSlam event. And we'll be talking all of the matches, all of the news, everything. Only for subscribers to Twitch.tv slash f 4 video. You can't watch for free like every day's Wrestling Observer Live. You must be a subscriber. You can do it through your Amazon Prime account for free for crying out loud. If you have Amazon Prime, you can subscribe to our Twitch channel for free and get all of the perks including... These awesome videos we have. I guess I'll, I'll spoil the surprise. I have a giant box of old tapes of my matches dating all the way back to the YWF in the in the mid-90s. They're all being sent over to be digitized. You can start seeing some of this stuff during the commercials. Now, I'm going to get out of here. Anyway, we're out of time. Thanks, Mike, as always. Callers and listeners, everybody in the studio, Twitch homies. Talk to you next time, Wrestling Observer Live.